NX Suns post-game show brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Welcome in to the VIP lounge because we're hanging out in this beautiful place because the Suns took down the Jazz 111-105 after outscoring them 36-13 to in the fourth quarter. Y'all there. feeling good tonight? Almost there. Good stuff. Almost. Here we go. Here we go. Yay, yay. <laughs> go right into that night with a win. the exact same move, and I love that. <laughs> awesome uh, night. Yeah. It was looking good. kind of uh, like, eh, you know, just another one of these, like, kind of floppy games that nobody really cares about. And then it was like, oh, we want to beat the ass. Let's go. Yes, but let's go to the bar. That was a weird way to say it. It was. <laughs> Take us to the bar. I need a drink after that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we joked to our producer, uh, Jacob, behind the back, that the drink should be your mom when they were (laughs) not playing well. And he made the drink of the night your mom with a middle finger to the Utah Jazz. So thanks, mom. Wow. Oh, man. What hey. else are we going to talk about? We thought it was going to be a loss. And it was like, all right, well, you know, because, I mean, realistically, what's the purpose of the starters all playing in the fourth quarter? Like, why? Why? You, that's what we were thinking. Like, what, they're probably going to sit these guys after the first couple minutes. But then things just start happening. And and uh, I'll give this team credit, man. They they do not like to lose. And it was, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, I'm still not sure why the – while the starters played Same. the fourth, but I'll take the 64th win of the year. I'll take uh, show, showing the Utah Jazz who uh, who the best team is. Like they played so well down the stretch, and and Utah chirped a little bit in that game. I guess they took it personally, and uh, they slammed that door pretty hard on them. But. Yeah, I mean they definitely made the end of this game a lot more entertaining. Than the first three quarters. I'll be honest. The, the first three quarters were kind of trash. But the fourth quarter, things really turned around. And this game got fun. Normal, typical Suns basketball. Really enjoyable stuff. Somebody in the chat just said, why is the De- Denver Nuggets podcast here? The reason why is because with that loss, Utah drops down. They're now tied with the Nuggets for the, the fifth and sixth spots. They're They're both tied right there. So... Um, it means a lot because if Denver should move up one spot, that means they get to play uh, Dallas instead of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So we inadvertently helped out the Denver uh, fan base. So yeah, go whatever. You're it's welcome. Fine. You're welcome. Look, look. Tonight was was simply the Suns did Suns things in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and the Utah Jazz did Jazz things. This is the fourth time since February, I believe that the Utah Jazz have blown a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. So yeah, enjoy that, Utah. I feel kind of bad for them, to be I honest with not. you. Because, I mean, listen, if you're on the flip side, how embarrassing. Like, that's got to suck. I mean, it's Utah to a T. It's the state of Utah to a T. It's Salt Lake City to a T. It, it pops off early, but it closes late. No. And that's exactly what happened with them. You mean another way? They, no. they don't close late. They close early. No, they they popped off early, but they closed late, and okay. so they couldn't finish the job. Okay. Or closed early, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I got what I was saying. <laughs> Look, they suck is what he, what we were saying. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, 
I I feel nothing uh, for Utah fans. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry your team can't hold a lead. That's not my problem. I enjoyed watching the Suns, uh, you know, take advantage of the Jazz's inability to close where the Suns are masters at it. Yeah. I mean, once again, you get in crunch time. They cut it to five points with almost exactly five minutes left. And then they stepped on the accelerator and just took care of business. And you know what really turned things around for the Suns? Saul's going to tell you because it's time to take your shot. Presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Well, there was a certain play that I felt like, you know, Cam Johnson had a dunk. But then a couple plays later, there was a nice little transition moment uh, led by CP3, who subsequently gave the ball. Go ahead and roll it, Jacob, over here to Mikhail. And then Mikhail with the saucy behind the back pass to Cam. Oh, Cam. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And to me, that's really what got everybody kind of pumped up. Uh, that was the end of a, a little bit of a run. Jazz called timeout. And uh, the Suns were off to the races. Yeah. One more time, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. All right. I made the people wait for it. I wanted them to simmer a little bit. But (laughs) the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Suck it, Donovan Mitchell. Suck it, Rudy Gobert. Suck it twice, Hassan Whiteside. Suck it, Utah. (laughs) Um, I feel like... This is going to be something that's going to carry. This is like your battle call, your battle cry into the playoffs. Yeah. You know, listen, like you, the way they were losing in some of these like meaningless games, I know did not sit right with a lot of people and people thought that they were developing bad habits. Like it's okay. Like this team is so good. You have to trust it. You have to trust it. And tonight is a perfect way to lead into a meaningless other game on Sunday where you are actually going to bench everybody. Like Hopefully. everybody except for Mikhail for like a couple minutes. But even Mikhail, like tonight, I felt like we were tempting uh, fate with Mikhail. He kept getting banged up and it seemed like every time I looked up, he was holding on to his leg or something was wrong. He was on the ground. Play him a few minutes, money, but get him off the court. Sunday's a meaningless game. I like the way they ended the season. To me, this is the season ender for them um and i think that you know they're gonna feel really good about the way they played tonight especially in the fourth quarter give if a give ish 40 minutes apiece all of them on sunday like i i do not mikhail can have his three minutes and go to the bench to keep his streak alive i do not need to see it but tonight was a calling card for mikhail's uh depoy uh i'm, I'm just gonna keep calling it defensive player <laughs> of the year candidate candidacy donovan mitchell seven of 21 one of four from the floor or from three point land and 18 points. That's that was all Mikhail Bridges. He he shut him down tonight. I love it. I mean, I think that's what I love the most about the highlight saw that you chose for take your shot tonight is that at the very be- it all started with really good defense mm-hmm. by Mikhail Bridges. And then Chris Paul was able to hop in, get the steal, and then reward Mikhail for the defense. But Mikhail's so selfless. He said, here, Cam, I got mm-hmm. you too. Everybody wins. And I feel like if that's not the epitome of how this team like has been doing things all year, I don't know what else is. But Mikel played phenomenal defense tonight. 
Gerald's here, everybody. Yay! Girth in the house. Hey, guys. We got to talk with Monty Williams. What did he say about tonight's game? Yeah, um, he was saying he was just praising their ability to stay in that game. You know, obviously they trailed by 17 there in the fourth quarter, and he was saying in the third quarter it just didn't feel like they had the right spirit. Um, but there there was a steadiness in the huddle once they fell behind 17 and, and it turned to the fourth quarter. Um, and he said what you guys have basically been saying, Mikhail was absolutely phenomenal on both ends of the floor. Um, and he was asked about his defense on Donovan Mitchell because Mitchell went 0 for 6 in the fourth quarter. It was a brick fest. The Jazz's ball movement was non-existent. Um, and Monty said, I've been saying it all year. He does it from the outside in. He's not in a coverage, which a lot of bigs are in coverage. He's actually guarding people, and he guards the toughest guy every night. So he was saying, I don't know how you can watch this guy play defense and him not be in the running or the number one front runner for defensive player of the year. So um, really impressed with him and also just the way he was seeking out the ball and the way guys were looking for him in the fourth quarter. That's been a big change for Mikhail this year compared to years past. Um, he played great on both ends of the floor in that fourth and was a big reason they were able to turn that thing around. This is the major reason why I keep saying that you got to trust what you're seeing. Like this team is so much better than they were last year, and they got to the finals last year. Mm-hmm. And sure, they had a couple breaks last year, but even without that this year, like this Suns team is so, so good. Y- you just got to trust what you're watching. And I think that's fans are, are kind of panic when they see them lose to these scrub teams at the end of the season. And, but they're meaningless games, and this team is so much better because of guys like Mikhail because of guys like Cam that have stepped up their own games. DA, I feel like, is a little bit more confident on the offensive side of the ball than even even last year. Mm-hmm. Trust what you're seeing. Mikhail is kind of the bell cow of that little that newer group that's kind of risen over the course of this season. Uh, it's It's been fantastic, man. Well, DA came up big a few times in that mm-hmm. fourth quarter. He played strong. He did. I mean, he was grabbing boards. I uh, had a couple nice post moves that, that got buckets. I mean, he finished with... 19 and 10, and, and it has that energy too. Uh, I mean, we joke, but it really did seem like they took it personally in that for, in that fourth quarter. They did, and, and I know a lot of people were panicking or, or kind of concerned at least about, you know, Suns developing bad habits or, you know, the offensive rebounding thing or the free throw discrepancy, and I, I get that. Those are things that could be issues in a playoff series against a better team, but at the same time, we saw what happens when this team – gives a damn like they turned it on to start the game they cared and then the jazz responded and then it was kind of like okay does this game really mean that much to us and then they took it personally (laughs) for whatever reason they did the mj meme and they turned it on in the fourth and the game changed it's kind of weird to say this too and i know i did the take your shot but i wonder how much of that little white side slap yeah, <laughs> also led to this whole thing it very well because Javel got pumped up about that. He mm-hmm. was he was a little disgruntled, um, and that's when basically they start they picked up to another level. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I don't it know. Could be the I, tiniest thing. It was, I think it was two. I think it was the white side thing, but I also think it was the phantom foul they called on Devin when mm-hmm. he got fouled after they reviewed that play. Mm-hmm. I think that pissed off Book because you said they cut to that shot. And he's leaning up against the stanchion, just dead-eyed, staring, right? And I think that was another moment, too, that kind of kind of got got them going as well. Yeah, and, and looking ahead, there were two things that Monty talked about that I wanted to bring up before the players come out. Um, the first thing was he was asked about how the Suns are going to approach this regular season finale. 
Obviously, it's against a bad team that's out of the playoffs. They have nothing to play for. They're probably going to rest guys. He said, you know, we're going to approach it, our mentality, the same way. I'm not going to say who's going to play and who's not going to play. I'm not going to get into that. Um, so I'm guessing they're going to rest guys. That would make sense. They'll probably let Mikael Bridges play so they can keep his game streak alive because that is a really incredible streak that he has going. But I wouldn't count on them playing significant minutes. Um, then the other thing was we asked about campaign because he was a late scratch. And Monty said um, he was going through his pregame routine and he just didn't look like himself. Assistant coach Jarrett Jack noticed and, and kind of called him out on it because Payne wasn't going to say anything. Um, and then they kind of made the decision to be smart and rest him tonight. So that's why campaign was out. It doesn't sound like anything serious, but we should have more updates uh, for Saturday. I mean, better, better safe than sorry at this point in time with campaign. If something's up, give it the time and space that it needs to be good to go and don't don't risk it at all in these meaningless games. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Which I also, I mean, Saul, you mentioned this one about Mikhail too. There I, it was like three different times tonight where I was like, oh my God, I hope Mikhail's not <laughs> yeah. hurt. I hope Mikhail's First not it was hurt. Knee, then it was a shin. I was like, oh bro, <laughs> please he, don't be hurt. He did say on the broadcast after the game that he gets beat up all the time mm-hmm. and he bounces back and he's fine. Hopefully that is the case this time around there. And then hopefully we see campaign on Sunday Just as well. Throw him in a pool full of ice after every game <laughs> and don't let him come out. He's made of adamantium. We're fine. Let's, let's get 30 minutes of Ife on Sunday. That'll yes, be that'll absolutely. ease everyone's let's stress. Yes, yes. Speaking of campaign, I know Give one of the, the big things minutes. one of the big things we were gonna keep an eye out for tonight was Alfred Payton, Aaron Holiday. Mm-hmm. Aaron Holiday did get that nod, but he didn't have the exact same performance that he had the other night. No. Um what are you guys thinking about that? Is it just because he hasn't played very much recently and he probably um, just doesn't have a rhythm to him? Or, I mean, you know, Aaron Holiday's like 5% game is still better than the alternative. So <laughs> I'd rather him get all those minutes and see what he can do and feel comfortable with him possibly coming into a situation like we see tonight where campaign maybe gets hurt or can't can't play or God forbid something happened to CP3 and everybody kind of moves up on the on the ladder. So um, I'm I'm he didn't have a great night tonight, but um, I, I, I'm okay with that. Hey, look, you can even out the almost triple double he had in 12 minutes and the nothing burger he had in 10 minutes tonight. And if we can get the the median of that, <laughs> we're in a good spot. So. Right. It was, it was just a bad night, and I think the Suns bench in general had kind of a bad night. Torrey Craig had those eight fourth quarter points that kind of helped Mm -hmm. jumpstart the run. That was big. Um, And Monty credited Cam Johnson for, you know, he didn't have a great game. He only had six points on three of five shooting, but he was getting his hands on balls and deflections. And, you know, just he was saying he was poking around in there and getting some of those 50-50 balls that we really weren't getting in the first half that gave up a lot of offensive rebounds again. So, um, you know, they turned it around when they needed to, at least that second quarter, third quarter were pretty rough. Uh, but again, when this team cares, they really care. And there's nobody in the league that can stop them. Any other thoughts, uh, before we name our draft King, King of the game, anything no. from the game that stood out to you? Elon Musk in the chat says Bridges has those supple muscles. <laughs> and then, uh, Fatim fig, I think you could say mm-hmm. a fall time fig at the bottom said, LOL, supple. Fail time. <laughs> fail time. Fig. Fail time. Fig. Yeah, Sorry. Fail time yeah. fig. LOL. Supple. That's funny. Also, Bryce Johnson. Thanks for the shout out in the chat says 
I think y'all should win an award for your awesome show. Oh, that's nice. Aww. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's very kind. Gerald, do you know any synonyms to the word supple? Supple, ample, um, soft? No. Soft? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Supple, soft, supple. ample. Right. Look, I, I'm glad we brought that game back, though. I like to test your Strong's words. Let's see. What was... Supple is strong? <laughs> it's like. I'd say like firm or what did you think like, it was? I thought it was like almost like a, a, a tender softness or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like supple lips aren't like strong lips. Tender, Go but, to the dictionary. Right? Like if somebody tender, said she had firm. supple lips or he had supple lips, I don't think they mean they have strong lips. They have those strong, <laughs> the soft, lips. tender, like pillows. Tender, soft, like pillows. It like it's like tender, their synonyms for supple are like agile, elastic, flexible, graceful. Limber, resilient, springy. So Gerald was wrong. All right, I said I said tender but firm. <laughs> is, that, is that what she calls you, Gerald? Oh tender but firm. God. I immediately regret this post game show. He was tender. It wasn't but firm. firm. Oh no! Poor <laughs> Jacob is now taking off his headset because he cannot take this. Poor his supple muscle. Oh dear! <laughs> Grasped me, and I felt tender but firm. You guys tender. ready to name our drafting king of the game? Like undulating. I was in the like I was in the grasp go. of the girth. Tonight, our DraftKings king of the game is going supple but firm to Devin Booker. Devin Booker had 24 points in the first half. He finished with 33 points tonight, shooting 13 of 26 from the field. Congratulations, Devin Booker, on being named our DraftKings king of the game. Oh, supple girth. (laughs) Devin Booker, congratulations. You were tender but firm with those Utah Jazz tonight, <laughs> and you sent them home. Oh, my and it's God. much appreciated. Book was awesome tonight, man. He was. He had that. He had that killer instinct tonight. That that look where it was just like, this ain't gonna be good for Utah. And he came into the game averaging thirty three points against the Utah Jazz this season, and uh, got right there. So. Right on cue. Yeah, I mean it was. <laughs> I'm not speaking anymore. <laughs> I'm going to stop speaking to I don't even know what you guys take it. Go ahead. We, you know we, what? We, we talked and so, then we stopped and then nobody spoke. Oh, God. No, I, Booker Booker was great. And we talked about this before the show, the differences between Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell. And tonight was case in point. That was a pretty big, uh, it was pretty emblematic of everything we talked about before the game because while one team Donovan Mitchell was jacking up a bunch of shots and missing all of them. The Suns were executing. They were running their offense. And Booker still finished with 33 on 50% shooting. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell shot 7 of 21 from the field tonight. Finished mm-hmm. with 18 points. And disappeared in the fourth quarter. 0 for 6. Like he was Thanks to Mikael Bridges. Yes, Mikael Bridges. Was a, that was a big part, Mikael Bridges. So I don't want to be like, oh, Donovan just right. had a bad fourth quarter shooting. No, you were forced to have a bad shooting fourth quarter because of Mikhail Bridges. Yes. He held a certified star and one of the best scorers in the league, a top 15 scorer to 0 of 6 in the fourth. Like, you know, we, we can talk about how often the Jazz have blown leads lately, and they have, um, but Mikhail Bridges played a big part in that tonight. Yep. 
Emma, Gen- are we going to show that picture of supple girth? Son Gen- of a beast. Gentle but firm <laughs> in his defense with my I, I think we should give the audience a, a chance to see yeah. what tender but firm really looks like. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that's Gerald's new segment. Tender but verb with Gerald Bourget. <laughs> I just heard someone maybe walking to the podium. Maybe walking to the podium. To God, that they do. <laughs> Please, someone uh, show up. I really hope it's McHale, too. Sorry, folks. Uh, the team's just going to go ahead and board the plane. Uh, we're all done for the night. Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, Gerald, I wouldn't blame you if you just left. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's either you take it now or you take it later. Either way, you're going to get fine. it. This is all stuff on my Instagram anyway. Way. It's going <laughs> to see the light of day somehow. It <laughs> it's Not completely. Deep. It's a deep dive. But completely. Okay. Yeah, deep sure. cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. Man. Let's take a quick break. Pause, regroup while I tell the people about the two titles that are up for grabs on the stacked UFC Do you want to shout out the 273 title? fight card. <laughs> Join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter and get $100 in free bets, win or lose. 100. Guaranteed. I have a problem with UFC. Why can't they be more creative? Why do they just name them the next number? Like, why Why is there not a more creative fu- name? It's I only mean, boxing UFC is just the name of the fighters. Like, that's how the Super Bowl is. That's how a lot of things are. But the Super Bowl is even more annoying because they do the Roman numeral thing. And I nobody think the knows Super Bowl is dumb too like that. It's like Super Bowl XXX. What do you want it to be called? I don't know. Make up UFC a name. Thunderdome. Make, make up the Super Bowl <laughs> name for this year. The Arizona Super Bowl. 2023. Oh, there it is. Give me a ticket right now. (laughs) (laughs) The Supple Bowl 2023. All right, back to the UFC betting, please. So choose your fighter and then sit back (laughs) and watch the action unfold, knowing you're going to get $100 in free bets no matter what if you place just a $5 bet on any fighter. And uh, you guys want to know who would win in a UFC fight between me and Espo? Let's just the show answer is right me. Now. I'd kick his ass. You actually <laughs> believe he stands a chance? What are we? We are going to settle the odds for this because um, there's no way he makes it out of the first round with me. Think he's going to keep running his mouth in that deep voiceover voice of his? Think yes, again. I will. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook Lindsay app right Smith now. stands <laughs> no chance. Code. Our friend Max, I have to tell you guys, what? that wasn't me just making it up. The what if day, I told you? <laughs> the other day, Saul said they were going to write some random things into my ad reads. And uh, our salesperson, Max, decided to add some random things. Yeah, into except he was not reads. subtle about it. He was like, oh, I'm going to create a whole new paragraph. And yeah. so Lindsay caught on real quick before she even got to the. He got me on the OGs read, though, when I was going through them earlier. <sighs> Damn it, Max. Max, you, me, Monday, it goes down. Bring it, brother. Okay, but for real, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Throw down $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's PHNX. This Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. 21 and older only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 minimum deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. I will say this. What we're about to show you, audience, <laughs> is something that belongs in the Louvre. When I saw it, I cried. Oh, um, it is beautiful. It is gorgeous. It is supple girth to a T. 
Let's roll it. Do you mean the loo? Like there it bathroom? is, baby. There it is. <laughs> is, this, is this your audition photo for Bachelor in Paradise? It's like, gorgeous. It's I gorgeous. just, I. That's actually you. The torso you. and the head is mine. The arm and the legs and the horse and the beach are not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone listening and who is very confused right now, yes. mm-hmm. oh, um, no. about a month or so ago, we had... We is a strong word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were <laughs> graphics created for Gerald like being girthy in front of a fireplace, like the old like romantic novel type things. And you guys didn't have to take it there. That's the phrasing she used. <laughs> Gerald being girthy in front of a fireplace. Oh, oh, good. They have the images still. That's good. That's great. Should I put it up? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. oh, yes. Not the fireplace oh, image. Oh, the fireplace girth. Oh, oh my God. Yes. In all his girthiness. I love it. Good Lord. Anyway. Four roses. We're rounding into playoff form <laughs> phenomenally. Oh, my gosh. Is it hot I in quit. here? <laughs> I'm not speaking at all. You said it. But that's not what I meant. I know, but it was just a terminology. But that's not what I meant. <laughs> I need a player to show up like now. Oh my god! <laughs> I take anyway. To finish what Lindsay was saying, uh, we had images of obviously Gerald laying in front of a fireplace, mm-hmm. and then we had some uh, flat girther uh, or flat girth mm-hmm. um, images made from not only uh, Emma, our intern, but also um, Josh created one as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they were fantastic. So that's what we're showing on the screen right now, and it's glorious. Why do we do this to Gerald? He's such a hard worker. <laughs> He's such a nice man, and we put him through hell for no reason other uh, than our own entertainment. The people get a kick out of it for whatever <laughs> reason. You could, listen, the ch- the chat loves Gerald, uh, and that's why they keep bringing up the girth because that's something that they can really sink their teeth into. And <laughs> Really, they just really <laughs> come on. You did that on purpose. I did not. I said it. And I was like, oh shit. I was hoping nobody would laugh. Uh, oh. But listen, they love Gerald. He does great work. He takes a, a joke very well. We appreciate that very much about him. And uh, I think we should make a flat girther shirt for all of our now ex Cove crazies because hey. that doesn't oh, exist yeah. anymore. The Cove never dies. And the Cove is dead. Just Frank's. It's just just Frank's spot of the roster. Yeah. <laughs> This is why I feel like I can't get on board with this nickname because I can't participate. There are so many ways you can say something you horrible. You screw it up. Right, exactly. And it's like, I okay. I don't think you said anything horrible. Okay, well then why did you cackle? It was fucking funny. Clearly, I think because that was it was a thing. Terrible isn't terrible if I laugh. I think it's hilarious. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to make those jokes every time I try and say something about Gerald. I'm not trying to intentionally make that type of a joke when I talk about Gerald. I just love the phrasing. I just loved it. I'm sorry. I am fucking five. That's what I do. I laugh at dumb shit. I know, but I feel like it's just going to become a thing. It's so difficult. Oh, it's been a thing. I know. I mean, this is fact. Well, um... There's Any no stopping thoughts? the stream. <laughs> I'd need a player badly. I why we why was that photo up? on your Instagram? <laughs> that was so that was a photo because that was like a post. That was years ago. You were that was trapping. 
Uh, no. I, <laughs> I mean, it, it was like we talked about the other day with Lindsay's post-breakup, except mine was just a little more revealing, where you're like, okay, we're out of a breakup now. We're going to announce to the world. But also it was like I had been working out for the first time in my life. I was in the best shape of my life. So Lindsay wears mismatched socks and you go, let's rip the shirt off. I didn't do it as a do it as a Was yours yours in front of Costco as well? No, mine was in my bathroom of the house that I lived in at the time. We're not going to shame Gerald for how he deals with a breakup, okay? It We're not going to do that. It wasn't even the breakup as much as this is the first time in my life I'm like working out consistently. I look good. I feel good. So it was like a fitness-esque, but also look at me. I'm not skinny like I have always been for my life type post. So, yeah. We Thank get you it. for explaining. You're welcome. You will not find any of those kind of photos on my Instagram. That's what I'll find. <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Like, who knows what the future holds, Espo? Are you gonna, don't box yourself in. You're going to help me get buff? Yeah, let's that, do right. it. Oh, I thought you were off just going to take him to the beach off and be like, hey, let's go swimming. And it's going to be like muscle watch when guys show up from the training camp like with 15 to 20 pounds of muscle. <laughs> Espo added five pounds of muscle and 30 pounds of fat. <laughs> oh, no. So Jordan Karchner in the chat said he was in the area and it was electric in there. So many Suns fans. I think that was something that we really finally got to see in the fourth quarter, too, because the broadcast was doing a pretty good job of, you know, not showing a full crowd. It was focusing in more on a handful or a small group here and there. But in the fourth quarter, you could not deny the amount of Suns fans because you could hear them. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you're saying he was in the arena. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah, you could hear it at the end. I mean, you could hear the Let's Go Suns chant. I mean, that's the other impressive thing about about this is there's a a group of fans in each of these road arenas, it feels like, mm-hmm. that when the, things turn in the fourth, you hear these Suns fans. It's not just Footprint Center where these fans are getting vocal. It feels as if it's, it's happening on the road now, too, which – it bodes very well in the playoffs too, because you know you get some Suns fans either in that city or making the trip to be there and, and make some noise on the road too. Do you think that is um, Suns fans traveling more, or do you think we're starting to have more fans across the country? Probably more fans across the country. I mean, but I, I think places like Utah, LA, some of the other you know the, the other teams in California. Uh, I think those are people that maybe have moved from here and, and been displaced, you know, uh, but but I think you're starting to see more people becoming Suns fans as well since they're so good right now. It's just kind of a natural benefit of being a good team. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I can only speak for myself. I know um, in in the seven seconds or less um, era, I was in San Antonio mm-hmm. and now the Spurs were on their own run, of course, but. Um, there was a couple Suns games that I, I attended to, uh, when I was there, and I mean, I would probably say in, in that stadium, considering how much they packed that for those at that time for that team, um, I think there was probably about three, four hundred Suns fans in that arena, which to me was a lot because of how how crazy that that community was for the Spurs. So um, it's good to s- start to see it a- across the country now. Uh, it's it's easy to like this team, you mm-hmm. know. It's easy to like this team. They don't have. Uh, you know, they don't get all the hype and the love. So for somebody who doesn't want to feel like they're a bandwagon fan because they're following the most popular team, the Suns are an easy team to follow and want to jump on the bandwagon for because nobody else 
across the country feels like they have a big bandwagon. It is kind of cool being a bandwagon fan base again. Um, not a bandwagon fan base, but having people that want to get on this bandwagon. Right. Like, we haven't seen that since Steve Nash and the Seven Seconds or Less Sons. So it's it's kind of cool. Like, you have the the Valley uniforms. You see Suns fans showing up in, in arenas throughout the Southwest and everywhere. Like, in Miami, I ran into a pretty sizable contingent of Suns fans. And that's just in Miami on the opposite side of the country. So it, it is kind of cool how that's growing and how... We're like on top of the league in that way. Well, yeah. and we gained all those Lakers fans who jumped the bandwagon yeah. Yeah, too. All of them. So all we of got them. all them for the next yeah. few months. All as well. forty-five million of them. I know. Yeah. That's oh, great, fantastic. Isn't it? I mean, one of them's in our chat right now. I uh, know. Al Ellis. Yeah, he's he's loving the show, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. oh, look Manuel at that. Manuel in the chat yeah. said yeah. one of my coworkers called me a bandwagon fan because of my Valley hat, and I looked at him like, "Do you know what I've been through, <laughs> bro? Like that'll make you, that'll make that'll start a fight." Yeah, oh, yeah. I totally get that. Like, don't let anybody question your loyalty because we know you guys have been through the thick of it, and you deserve this. Call me bandwagon one more time I, I do i do i do like this dude l ellis or this person l ellis nobody cares about phoenix get real then why are you in our chat yeah, for real. in your head living rent free my friend appreciate it thanks for cool. showing up all right <laughs> thanks have good, buddy have a good night buddy all right, all right guys that's how you know Is you're it? a band that's why you know we have a bandwagon because you get trolls like that mm-hmm so they hate us because they ain't us. What is what is going on? The no players come, are they working out again outside I, the I locker don't room? Know. I think we're about to hit time to hit that uh producer surprise. Yeah, yeah I was just gonna it. ask yeah. any final thoughts before we wrap it up. Okay, no well but. then no. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you about our newest partner that we've got in the house. We are so excited to welcome OG's brands into the PHNX family. OG's is one of Arizona's first scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. The quality of their products stem from the combination of accurate dosing and an amazing flavor. Edibles are not a one-size-fits-all product, which is why OG's is proud to offer a wide range of products for all demographics and preferences. Their motto is flavoring life, and that's something we can all get behind. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find an OG's near you. Jacob, what's our producer surprise tonight? Okay, so I went... <laughs> that means you got to talk, yeah, buddy. I, mean, I had to unmute the mic, <laughs> otherwise it would sound weird. Shane gave me one that he felt really strong about. Cool. So your producer surprise for this evening. If you could eat anything that isn't edible, what would you eat? Anything. If that you could isn't... eat anything that wasn't edible, what would you eat? So is not edible, but mm -hmm. you think would taste good? Like you could eat a door. Huh. What would I eat? Fl well, I guess flowers, some of them are technically edible, so that doesn't count. Man, that's a tough one. Huh. Mm. It's a really tough one. It's got to be clouds for me. Oh, that's a good clouds one. Clouds look like... They would just be delightful, like, <laughs> like they just fluffy, light, supple. I mean, they just, uh, they just look. I, I mean, I would just expect a cloud to taste really good. And I got thinking about it. Was my daughter said to me, "Daddy, could you eat a cloud?" And I was like, "Well, I imagine you could if you were able to walk through it." You know, and she asked me, "What would it taste like?" I'm like. 
I don't know, water maybe, but it just looks like it would taste so damn good. I'm in. Clap. Mm. I like That's that answer. That, that is, is a, a good really one. good one. Um, you know, when I was a <laughs> God damn it. So <laughs> when I was a a baby, a kid, whatever you want to call me, uh they had those frozen teething rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would eat that. Eat like it's eat like, the whole like, thing, like, like plastic and It's like and rubber. All. Well, yeah. yeah, you ate a cloud. No, I was asking. Oh yeah, because the whole you thing. chew on that, but yeah. no, you meant eat yeah. the whole thing. All right. all right, I get that. Like that's a you remember that uh, from a, from when you're a kid, and you're yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It makes it feels good. I'm having a hard time coming up with it's something. A tough one. This is a tough. I was gonna one. say pillow too, but. What about, okay, have you seen like the old school teacups? I don't remember what they're called, like festival glass teacups. And they're like kind of a what? little bit of iridescent color, but they're like all orange or purple yeah, or something. Like, like on Willy Wonka. Yeah, probably yeah, something yeah. like that because yeah. I feel like just the color alone <laughs> is kind of intriguing. Like I would I just, I would want to know what that tasted like. Sundress dunks in the chat says, gold, get your money's worth. I, hey. You know, that, that's, that's fair. That's a good idea. Your poop would be worth a lot. So, <laughs> somebody in the chat, and I don't remember who, said gasoline. It was Joel Joel Ramirez. I don't know. I I may be crazy, but the smell of gasoline, I have always found to be somewhat appealing. Oh, I love You're it. You're not the only one. There's it. so many people who say the love same it. thing. So I, so I kind of wonder... Like if it was edible, like would the smell like mm. make you feel? I don't know. No, because I, I, I'll, I'll, I can smell like a whiskey or a bourbon, but I know it's not going to go down as smooth as it smells That's right. all the time. That's true. That's a good one. Oh, the pink spackling stuff is what Espo's wife said. Yeah, that actually does make sense. I could see something or paint. Paint or oh, uh, nail thinner. Oh. Or, uh, the nail cleaner. The, the, the acetone. Yeah, like nail polish. Love remover? that smell. Okay. I feel smell. like that's another one like gasoline that that just yeah. wouldn't that wouldn't hit the same way that it smells. What about what about yeah. scented markers? Yeah, that's a good one. Or um, dry erase markers. I like the smell of dry erase markers. Saying, that's yeah. weird, but I like it. The fake brick on our wall also has a. It looks like it, it would have a fluffy, nice taste to it. Fluffy taste. <laughs> what does fluffy taste? I don't like? know. It like marshmallow. Like you know, marshmallow feel. <laughs> All right. What does what what fluffy taste like? I don't know. Never tried pink fiberglass? <laughs> don't eat it. Oh, probably not a good idea. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Oh, that's it. Thank you for a fun post-game show. Um, we will be back on Sunday with a pre-game show at 6 p.m. before the Suns and the Kings tip off for their final regular season game. <laughs> um. Be sure to t tune in then and join us. Uh, Gerald Bourget will be with us that game as well and be able to come back in and Damn it, Joel. share some information. If Jack you asked about that once, didn't you? <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, there's a really weird comment in the chat that's throwing us all for a loop. Uh, You'll have to go back and watch the replay. Yeah, for more information on... What Gerald is learning from the players currently, be sure to head on over to gophnx.com. Become a member today. If you sign up, you can get your first month for 50 cents, or you can get a shirt of your choice from our locker absolutely free. As always, thanks for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. 
And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. If you can eat 64 wins, it tastes sweet and satisfying. Ahoy, hoy. Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. BHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B. Always on the job, my team move like the mob, turn the beat on.